Well, good Monday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice, I'm still thinking about the message mm -hmm. that I had the privilege of bringing all this weekend in our series, The Real Star of Christmas. The message was called Directed By, and it was a message of the Holy Spirit. And I, I, gotta, have t I gotta tell you, I really enjoyed doing that message. Through the years, I've done several series on the Holy Spirit. Uh, back in 2000, there was a message called the Holy Spirit. And then I just recently brought uh, a message called Spirit Fill Family, a series called Spirit Fill Family Living last summer. But as much as I've enjoyed all those messages, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a message as much on the Holy Spirit as this one, the one this last weekend. And there was so much that I didn't have room for. You know, I was in overtime in all the messages. But I'd really like for you to talk about it because I know that this is an important teaching for you. I'd like to just go back to John chapter 14. Uh, this is spoken by Jesus to his disciples the night of his arrest. And he is telling them that he's about to go away, which he is. He'll be arrested, he'll be tried, he'll suffer and die on the cross, rise in the grave, and then weeks later he will ascend back into heaven. But he told the disciples something that I'm sure was very difficult for them to <laughs> agree with. He said, it's better for you that I go away. And I can't blame the disciples. If I were sitting in that group and Jesus said it would be better to have life on the earth without his physical presence, I, I don't know that I could have understood that. But he, he gave this as his explanation. He said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate. Some translations say comforter, uh, but it, this is a good translation. The word just simply means one who is called alongside to help you. Mm -hmm. And he said, this advocate will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit, verse 17, who leads into all truth. The world can't receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. Jesus said, but you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Well, that reference to later was the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit would come and he is still here in our world today. But Mary Alice, uh, in the message, uh, there was one particular line that I shared with the congregation, all our services. I said, this is the most important line of the message. And the line was this, everything Jesus was in the world, the Holy Spirit is now in our world. And to me, that just became one of the greatest teachings that the Holy Spirit has ever given me to bring. Because it, it tells me that just as I would like to talk to Jesus, I would like to have him on the earth today. The Holy Spirit is everything Jesus would have been if I could have talked to him. Mm -hmm. on the earth. So I've been anxious about this all weekend because I, I don't mean anxious in the sense of fearful. I mean, just ready to hear what you had to say about that, because I know this is a very precious teaching to you in the Bible. And the, the presence of God is something that you uh, rejoice in all the time. So what do you think when you hear those words? Um, oh, well, absolutely. Because what greater comforter, a comfort than to know the comforter is with you all the time. The fact that he's he, he never leaves us. And, and of course, Jesus didn't leave in a sense, you know, like abandoning us. Mm -hmm. But the Holy Spirit is, is like you talked about this weekend. He's with us all the time. When we wake up in the night, when we're first thing in the morning, whatever we're facing, when we're in a, when we're in a really difficult conversation and in our mind, we can pray because we know the Holy Spirit's right there. And we can pray for him to guide our thoughts. There, but there's, boy, there's so many phrases in what you just read that just jump out at me. One of them is, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does is he leads us to truth. Mm -hmm. He leads into all truth. So, um, you know, the world we live in right now seems to be completely void of truth. And that's because it's the Holy Spirit that leads to truth. And our culture has yeah. completely rejected the Holy Spirit. But uh, for 
those of us who are God followers who've accepted Jesus as our Savior, therefore we have the Holy Spirit indwelling us. If we want to know truth, the Holy Spirit's going to lead us to that truth. And to me, that's a comfort too, because I truly want to understand um, God's Word the way He wants me to understand it. And I really rely on the Holy Spirit to help me with that. You know, the text we just read said the world doesn't recognize Him because you're not looking for Him. Right. Which means you flip that and think, well, if I'm looking for him, I'm God's child, I'll recognize him mm-hmm. when, when he, when he stick, shows up in my life. And the thing that I've learned about the Holy Spirit speaking to us is the Holy Spirit is very gentle. Yes. You know, oftentimes people uh, who want to emphasize the dramatic and the hyper-spiritual, they're looking for this kind of lightning bolt. But my experience with the Holy Spirit is very quiet. Mm-hmm. It's very gentle. And when he speaks, I have to be listening for his voice. And I don't mean his voice in an audible sense, but I mean his voice in a spiritual sense. I think about Elijah back in the Old Testament. Were you thinking about that too? Yeah, because Elijah is very upset because after the miracle on Carmel where the fire fell from heaven and and Elijah's just sure there's going to be national revival, but there's not Mm -hmm. the, the... people that are bold for God on top of Mount Carmel within 24 hours, it kind of leaks and Jezebel's threatening to kill him. And Elijah's depressed now Mm -hmm. and he's running for his life and he winds up down, you know, South of Israel, as we know it today. And he's just asking God to let him die. And God takes him up onto the Mount of God, which very probably was Sinai, you know, where Moses was. And so Mm -hmm. Elijah's thinking, man, God's going to show himself dramatically here. And, the Bible says there was a, a wind that was so strong that it broke rocks, but God was not in the wind. And there was an you know, earthquake. God was not in the earthquake. And then the Bible says a still, small voice. And I think what God was showing him was, I'm going to bring you back to where I spoke to Moses. You're going to expect me to do these extraordinary things like fire from heaven as it fell on Carmel. But God is like, Elijah, I'm, I'm going to lead you most of the time with a still, small voice. You know, this reminds me of the last Noah's window, I think we did on Friday. Mm-hmm. We were talking about studying to be quiet because yeah. that still, small voice, you know what? You have to be quiet yeah. to hear yeah. a still, small voice. And I think sometimes in our very loud world that we live in, we forget that we need to be quiet to hear the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Well, you know, last week was a challenging week for me. And one of the toughest things that I had to do was just be quiet. I mean, I had so many things to say that, you know, but I just, I knew that with the culture the way it is, the important thing was just to be quiet and let God speak. And that's why that message study to be quiet was on my mind because it's hard to be quiet, especially when you have an answer, when you've got Mm -hmm. a defense, when you've got something to say, but there are times when it's best just to be quiet and let God speak. You know, I, I was uh, listening to a sermon last week on Elijah. And it, it was not the moment when he was uh, running after Carmel, but it was when he was praying for rain. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said he left his servant. He went away off in the distance and he put his head between his knees. And the preacher I was listening to said something and I'll, I'll never forget. He said, he had to put his head in between his knees to shut out all the other voices. Mm, that's good. That's pretty good, isn't it? Well, it is It is great to know that God is with us, and not only with us, but in us. Mm-hmm. And we can talk to him at any time. And, and um, I just, I really enjoyed this weekend's message. I think I needed it more than anybody else, but God really came in a very dramatic way in all our services. 
and especially 1115, it was just a tremendous service to be in. You know, there were <laughs> there were a lot of people that were stopping staff and saying, please tell Mark, I've never been in a service like this. And they were telling me, and I said, Mark's never been in a service like this. It was just a tremendous time of celebrating the presence of God. And for anybody who's struggling right now, you're God's daughter, you're God's son. You remember this, that God is with you. His presence is with you. And his voice won't be as loud as all the other voices in your life. But God is there and he's at work. One more thing. Um, I know when I'm dealing with difficult seasons or problems, night is always the toughest. Mm -hmm. You know, those problems seem so much worse at night. But isn't it great in those night seasons? You know, David wrote about that in Psalms. It's great in those night seasons. Even if, the, even if you're in a room with someone else and the lights are out and it's dark and the other person's asleep, it's great to know that you can just call out to God in your spirit mm -hmm. and you know that the Holy Spirit is there. Any other thoughts, Mary Ellen's? Oh, it's just so powerful. I, I hope this is something that our Noah's Window uh, listeners and, and viewers will go get your Bible and read John 14. For one thing, um, it's such a comforting chapter. This is a chapter really... I think we would all do well to commit to memory, mm -hmm. if not totally memorize it, read, at least read it enough times that it just really soaks in and sinks into your heart because these are really comforting words and we can relate to the disciples in that moment. Okay. Well, if you read John chapters 14, 15, and 16, all three of these chapters have to do with this conversation Jesus has with his disciples on the night of his arrest. Um, and he'll, he'll change subjects like 15 is going to be, I'm the vine you know, abide in me. And if you abide in me, you'll bear much fruit. Uh, but in all three of these chapters, Jesus is going to talk about the Holy Spirit. He's coaching the disciples up and getting them ready for him to leave. And so since we are in a world right now where Jesus is physically absent from us, we're still in that world that Jesus is talking to the disciples about. And so John 14, 15, 16, very precious. And then John 17 I always feel like I should take off my shoes because I'm on holy ground. John 17 is Jesus talking to his father in Gethsemane. Mm. So wonderful stuff. But look at John 14 and 16 yes. and 17 today. And you're going to know no matter what you deal with, you're not by yourself. You're not alone. Mary Alice, pray for us. Yes, let's pray. Oh, Father, we're so thankful that you did send the Holy Spirit. We're so thankful that he's with us all the time. He'll never leave us no matter what. And I just pray for all of us, for uh, our family, for all the families watching or listening to Noah's Window today. Uh, may we be aware of your presence and may we reach out to you. May we uh, learn to be quiet and listen. Help us, Father, as we look at your word that the Holy Spirit would guide us into truth, would help us to understand what you would have us to understand and would bring uh, comfort and calm and healing and um, wisdom, all the things that the Holy Spirit brings to us as, as you are with us. And I just pray that this would be true for everyone uh, today. And uh, Father, I just um, want to come to you just like the, the parents and the, the crowds came to Jesus when he was here, just to be in your presence. And we just want to be aware of and uh, feel the power of your presence in our lives today. And we just thank you for all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. And we're just going to give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining Mary Alice and me on Noah's Wind. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Hope you have a wonderful Monday. God bless. See you soon.